Welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today we're speaking with Alana Razbak, Senior Manager Product Marketing at Salesforce, about her move from working in marketing in the education sector to marketing in tech. Uh, my name is Alana Razbak. I'm from Toronto, Canada, currently living in London, England um, for about seven years now. And I did my MBA at the University of Edinburgh. I was um, a communications major and undergraduate. And then I pursued a master's degree uh, in a program in Toronto called professional communication. So it was sort of a blend of both, um, you know, hands-on and practical, uh, I would say, media relations you know, studies um, with theoretical. Um, and that's truly what, what interests me about sort of media and communications largely is uh, is actually the the both practical elements that you, you read it, you hear it, you interact with it daily. Um, but then the theoretical that it's actually grounded in, in quite a lot of theory um, that's just very interesting to study. So um, my my early career in PR really started due to an internship that I got in my third year um, of university. Over the summer, I worked at a PR agency. Uh, it was just an in, and I knew that there, like that being sort of a pillar or like a sub pillar, if you will, of communications. I just knew I, I just want to get my foot in the door, um, and so public relations is just sort of drew me in because of work, you know, working with the media, doing um, that sort of through through media relations piece, understanding how news beats worked, um, understanding the news cycle, how to work with journalists, um, how to pitch a journalist more and more importantly, um, how to write a story. It was all very um, interesting. I was very compelled to, to learn more and to really study, I think, the, the sort of PR field uh, I've obviously since since moved on, um, but I thought it was a great sort of stepping stone. Um, I, I really learned a lot at an, at an agency in particular because um, I sort of saw a lot. You work with various clients. You do a lot. You moved into communications and marketing in the higher education sector, and then you had an international move thrown in there as well. Um, can you kind of talk us through this this part of your career? Yeah, I, I left agency to work actually at the university where I did um, my master's degree in communications. They had an opening. It was a brand new role uh, supporting one of the faculties, uh, specifically supporting the dean's office. Um, and so I knew, okay, I think I've earned my strides. I've done my, you know, I've done my time, if you will, at an agency. And I thought I want to go sort of in-house for lack of a better word, but I want to go work for one brand. Um, and I thought, wow, this is a great opportunity at, at the university. So uh, I got to shape the role. I got to bring all of my experience from agency um, to what would more traditionally be called a sort of slower paced, you know, institution uh, or industry, if you will. Like there's there's not a lot of, you know, um, long hours in a university. So it was a drastic change, but I feel that I was like this energetic, like I just I was like I had a lot of you know fire and and learning to give, and so the role was super cool. 
Um, and I got to, yeah, like I said, shape it. I was working for the dean and I was doing mainly, um, you know, communications and events, but it was really strategic as well because the dean was, you know, had all these initiatives and he was really trying to grow the faculty. He was trying to like make a name for himself, et cetera. And so just seeing how all that worked and sort of the machine behind it is, is unique. So, um, I really, again, I loved like getting stuck into one brand and getting behind all these initiatives and sort of broadening, um, you know, doing internal comms, doing strategic work, um, working with some of the large donors um, of the school. Uh, I, I really just saw a lot, um, but it was a bit of a short-lived uh, gig because um, my my husband got a role in London, England. And so we uh, were so keen and we were so excited and thought this is the time to do it. So we moved in late 2014 um and here we are we're still here then you moved over to the UK um and tell us how that sort of impacted your career and how you went about finding um a new role over here um yeah I would say uh you know at the time I I started to look for roles when I was still in Toronto and uh because I was you know pretty I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure to find a role um, you know, no one really wants to do an international move and not know their next step or their next move. So I was still doing, I was doing interviews via Skype, um, in Toronto. And then I, I landed like a final round interview. I think it was like the second week when I was in London at King's College, London, um, a university. So I, I mainly targeted universities because I thought, well, I've really loved my experience so far. Um, I want to continue this. I think I make an impact. And so that's what I targeted. Um, and yeah, so I landed that role and, uh, it was really neat. Again, I was sort of working with some key stakeholders within a certain department in the university and doing somewhat of a similar role. I'd say it was, um, less, less breadth and more depth though. So I didn't really have my hand in as many things, but I was sort of, you know, getting deep dive into some of the other areas such as events and, uh, internal communication. I just really approached the job search by, um, looking for, for somewhat of a similar, you know, industry looking in higher ed and very much just looking at communications or events roles because you were coming with your partner did that mean that you didn't need to seek sponsorship in the UK oh so um yeah I could have mentioned so I'm a British citizen as well um through yeah through my mother's side she, she's born here and everything so um that was also I think you know influenced some of our moves that I knew there's no visa issues there was no real barrier if you will for me going and then my partner's similar as he has a European passport so um, it sort of all worked out. <laughs> I was, I'm very lucky um, in that respect. The move, um, I would say it impacted my career at the time. I certainly thought um, I'm, I'm trying to just build continuity. I'm trying to just continue on working in higher ed and where I had been at, you know, my role in Toronto and just sort of build, build on those blocks. Mm. Um, if I now, having been here seven years, and if I look back on sort of the growth, um, I really think an international move has actually accelerated maybe some of my opportunities, or it's or it's just that it's taught me to like go for those opportunities and to, you know, not um, be afraid of taking a risk when it comes to jobs or trying new things. Um, because I was sort of, 
you know, forced into it, if you will, when, when my husband and I decided, let's go, it really does help you in terms of, yeah, trying new things, getting out of your comfort zone, going into a different industry, which we can get to later, because I did that for a little bit. I worked in payments, um, you know, so I was in financial services all of a sudden. Uh, and and so I would say that at the time, I didn't really know, but it, would, it actually did propel me, I think, forward. It, it made me comfortable getting, you know, taking risk and stomaching that risk. So, um, you know, I, I think that's some of the benefit when, and I can only say that with hindsight, like looking back now, um, at the time, it's sort of hard to see that. Um, so let's kind of come on to, um, you alluded to it earlier, but your career switch. So, um, you moved into the payment space and that was before you started the MBA. Have I got that right? Yes, that's exactly the role I had before I started the MBA. Mm. And so what, what kind of prompted that switch? Um, gosh, uh, I think, you know, I think I just, um, King's College London, it was a great experience. It was, you know, it was a little slow for me. I remember at the time, you know, I was, I was younger and I think I thought like, okay, I've got to progress a bit faster. I've, I think I've got more to give. I think I could um, you know, work somewhere a little more dynamic. Um, and I felt like it was just a bit, it, what they weren't doing anything sort of pushing the boundaries. Right. And I felt, oh, I really want to just see what else is out there. And yeah, I found myself at first, I just took a contract at world pay and I was on the marketing team. So it actually, that that's what, you know, I recommend. And what was neat is that, um, and I think it's because it was a contract role, they were so open to me, like not having the pure traditional marketing background and experience. They were like, oh, all of your communication skills, you know, this will be relevant. This is transferable. So they trusted me. And I, I sort of think it's because it was, you know, supposed to be more or less a short-term contract and it turned into a, about two years or so. Um, but I just, I wanted to see what else was out there. I wanted to try a different industry, learn a different language um, in terms of like, you know, industry language uh so yeah I think I just I wanted something fast-paced and and you know world pay certainly fulfilled some of that because it was sort of payments tech tech payments and you know they called themselves a fintech although world pay is quite big I don't think they're necessarily like a startup but uh it was a really you know great great opportunity um and the role itself taught me a lot I mean it basically introduced me to more of the marketing side um so it was different to you know writing a press release or sending out newsletters or doing you know um writing a lot it was actually just doing a proposition and working with ad buyers or working with an agency to do ads um so it was just a different side but you're still I think using the same part of your brain in a way so um that was interesting to learn and and I I really fell in love with marketing from there as well um, and I think some of my communicate, my strengths in, in writing were quite valuable to the team. I think as a communications professional, you usually have to have strong, strong, you know, written, um, skills. You, you've got to be able to craft messaging. And that was quite helpful on this team to craft, you know, a proposition or, um, you know, y- unique selling points. It was all, um, I think good uh, value add for for the team so it sort of worked out and they they put me on full time um but uh I will say that it you know I wasn't in love with 
with payments or fintech. Um, and then hence why I left to do the MBA. I think it was just, it was a great experience. I learned a lot. Again, I sort of had that intro to finance, uh, but I, I didn't see it as long-term necessarily. Can you tell us about um, sort of your program and how you went about choosing it and how your experience was with the course? Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, so, you know, Edinburgh seemed like a great fit for me um, due to sort of, I really just needed that, general business administration program. Um, I wanted to learn, you know, other areas of business. So I just felt like I was a specialist in communications. I was more or less a specialist in, in marketing, but I didn't understand how other functions of the business worked, such as HR, such as operations. Um, so if I, at my current job, I tried to go into some of those conversations or even anticipate or understand what those functions were coming to me for, it's like I had really no context. So I was truly just looking for that general um, business administration program. And Edinburgh seemed to tick all those boxes in terms of when I looked at the core courses and the electives. Uh, you know, there were other programs I was considering, but I felt like, oh, they were weighed heavily in this area or, oh, there was too much too much focus on like the international trips abroad and like I didn't need that like I felt like I had that box ticked so I just really wanted um which maybe this is a boring answer but I just needed that like basic traditional program um and so that's how I went about sort of choosing or at least assessing I think I only applied to two schools in the end sort of one in London and, and then Edinburgh and um I chose the one in, in Edinburgh I think due to that it the core courses and, and the electives seemed to interest me. And that's like, that's what I felt I needed in terms of an education. Um, and then also, uh, I think the price was right. So I sort of choose that uh, because everyone knows MBAs are not, uh, you know, they're not exactly um, pocket change. So uh, I had to just make a few decisions based on that. Um, and then, yeah, it, uh, I, I moved there for the, it, it wasn't a, full year that I had to be there because when I was writing my thesis I sort of moved back to London with my husband and and wrote it from there but yeah it was you know it was a great experience to be able to do it in another city although I don't think we I had a ton of time outside of like you know all your group work and the library and um the lecture hall so you know that was interesting to be in another city but not really explore it um However, yeah, it was it was the right choice for me. I certainly know that much. So I'm happy with my decision. Yeah, that sounds great. And I agree. I think that general business grounding is like so important. And I know that a lot of schools are really all about like um, like big data and analytics and stuff. And mm -hmm. like, I think it's important and I get why they focus on it. But I also was looking for something that was quite, that did have all those, as you say, those traditional boxes ticked. Yeah, I mean, I think, for me, it's like I just needed to build a foundation. Um, I had become, again, like so specialized and so narrow in my skills and my focus that I really needed to broaden out. Like I said, it was like I had a lot of depth in one area, but I didn't have breadth. So that's what Edinburgh, you know, could fulfill. It really could just, and I didn't, again, need to know depth in other areas. Like I knew I probably wasn't going to go and be like a financial analyst, but I needed to understand what a finance team 
does or finance business partner does. So um, yeah, it gave me the breadth that I needed and the foundation and sort of the understanding of what those functions do to be able to go back and work in business and then influence or, you know, work alongside and just have, have good relationships um, and make, you know, sort of more informed business decisions. Uh, so yeah, I, I am, uh, I am more aligned to those programs as well. You've moved to Salesforce um, and you also have made the move into product marketing. So how do you think that your MBA has kind of helped you um, helped you transition into that role? Um, it's a great question. Uh, you know, I think I probably haven't reflected on this at all. Uh, I was still completing my MBA when I was doing the interview process at Salesforce. Um, it was, you know, sort of a four week period of interviews, if I'm honest. Um, I had to talk to a lot of different stakeholders. Um, and then in the end, sort of do a, a um, presentation, a panel sort of interview. Uh, I mean, I think my MBA helped me get through that, like the learnings of my MBA or the um, you know, resilience that you gather and the, the spinning of plates that you have to do in an, during an MBA uh, to just add another thing in like, ah, oh, this big interview process and presentation, I, I was able to sort of at least master it because of the skills I had built just doing the MBA. Um, but I also think that um, there was sort of maybe, you know, some sort of trust or um, acknowledgement that I had gone on to do um, further learning and, and that appealed to the team, I imagine. Um, interestingly enough, my higher education background helped me get the role too, because um, I'm supporting an industry right now um, in in education and further education. Uh, so I think that, you know, just again, having varied experience in different industries was certainly helpful. But um, I think I think the MBA really just helped me craft sort of that whole presentation I had to do with the team, you know, from doing market analysis to launching a new product um, and giving a rationale behind that. I think the team was really looking for some deeper analysis. Uh, and I sort of had been doing that the whole year, you know, presenting out and, discussing your findings um, and making a recommendation at the end. I, I remember that all was involved um, in in the interview process and it just felt like something second nature to me uh, because of the MBA. So I would say that uh, it's not as much the theory or um, some of the textbooks that you read or the cases that you do, but it's actually the... Um, the way that you're taught to structure your work or the way that you're taught to present your work or, um, you know, your formatting for, for slides, like it, all those little things can really make a difference. And I think it can really look refined and finessed, um, from someone who has, has done an MBA because that's what you're trying to communicate a story with like beginning, middle, end and, and a recommendation you know, hopefully is in there at the end. And I think that's what they were looking for. So I think my, yeah, and if I reflect on sort of that was just the interview and then, you know, my time in my role, I certainly think I make an impact because of my ability to understand the cross-functional teams at Salesforce. Um, we work with many teams um, internationally, but also in different functions. So we work cross-functionally and uh, 
that's a major bonus is that I just understand how to, um, you know, work with those different functions, but also bring it together and communicate and coordinate some several moving pieces. Yeah, I think it's really interesting what you said about your interview process, actually, because it's funny how with the MBA, like, you know, you start off and giving a presentation is a really big deal. And then by the end of it, you're just kind of like knocking out one a week and it's, um, you know, coming up with slides yeah. and stuff. And I think that is massively valuable um, yes. when you're going through interview processes. Yeah, I completely agree. Um again, like it's not necessarily the textbook or the the reading that was assigned that week, like as much as that is very important, but it's also just about your ability to like, yeah, make a presentation or a slide deck that uh, is, um, you know, someone can follow the storyline. As obviously as part of the shift you made um, was into product marketing, um, which is it's an area we get quite a lot of questions about. It seems to be quite a, a hot sort of area um, at the intersection of like marketing and tech right now. What would your advice be to other MBAs who are considering um, looking into that space as a career option? Um, you know, I think if you have an interest in, in tech, um, certainly do your homework, you know, I think you should, you should have that. That should be your passion. Um, I don't think you have to necessarily be a techie, but I think you should have a general understanding of, you know, some of those big, big techies, the big, what are they called? The big five or something. Or, um, I think if you want to get into product marketing, um, and again, if it's tech product marketing, yeah, like you should, you should know the product. You should want to be able to communicate, um, the best features of a product um, because you're going to be talking about the product through and through. Um, so I would say there's a few things, you know, uh, that you should definitely be able to communicate. Um, you know, if it's in any interview process, I think uh, showing passion and an understanding of product is, is certainly going to be helpful and valuable in a product marketing role. Yeah, absolutely. That ability to, as you say, to, I guess, to drill down into the details and then communicate those in like a clear and a commercial way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, I think it takes someone who's, that's why I said, I don't think you need to be like a techie because I think a techie actually can't communicate necessarily the, the product to like in layman's terms, right? So I think it helps that you understand the product um, and how to communicate it for the general public rather than be like that techie who just speaks in like tech language um but obviously having an interest in tech does help that's all for today's modern mba podcast i'm Kristen, and i'm marie if you like this episode remember to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts and you can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, or you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, bye! Bye!